Kate Cow, that's her third win uh, for the night last night. And, and you're right, I wasn't sure where to look in the last 100 metres. All these quality mares seem to be coming from everywhere after Pink Galaz opened up a pretty handy lead turning for home. Well, it was a very competitive race from the word go. They went at lead time of 43.9. Uh, Royal Charlotte uh, was able to bullock her way to the front, and she certainly had uh, plenty of horses that wanted to have a look at her. Uh, Illawong Stardust certainly uh, made her job uh, hard, uh, put some pressure on, and then we had some uh, mid-race moves by a number of horses, Pink Galaz being one of those horses. She came with a lightning move around them, and her speed was able to find a top. And she uh, tried to break away, but she was left a little bit vulnerable. Monaro Maro came around and three wide to sit outside and was able to drop in on the back of Pink Galas coming to the home turn, which turned out to be the winning breather that Monaro Maro required, was able to pick up in the straight and just now... Uh, uh, the, the very brave Kiang Lavana, who was second up, hit the line really strongly, was just labouring on the home turn, but certainly balanced up and got to the line strongly. Third home was Illawong Stardust, an outstanding performance after doing a power of work early, got shuffled back, came again at the finish, it was a top run, uh, sleepy finishing fourth, her performance was very good, uh, she'll keep improving. And Pink Galaz, thought she may have been going into that race last night, you know, still a run or two short from her uh, peak fitness, and she had to do some work mid-race, just made her a little bit vulnerable and just weakened, but they were all very close over the line. Uh, good run, I'm set to go, finished off really well. Like the run of Norkey, was back in the field and certainly made some late ground, but there's probably seven or eight horses in that race, all went super. 43-9 lead time, 30.6, 31-5 the first two quarters, 29-2 and 29-7 home, and a mile rate of 158.6. A half-neck by half-neck with the margins, it was a very exciting race. The Emmy Mazzetti was race five uh, for the Pacers, and, uh, gee, there was a really good late go for Torrid Saint, a horse who's been in terrific form. Uh, the horse in the betting duel with it was Highway to Heaven. Uh, the duel was also for the first 100 metres as to who might lead, and Torrid Saint won out and was able to dictate. Off the back straight, it's Torrid Saint, two metres to I'm No Outlaw, live on Broadway, went to rough there, galloped, and a check bullies the line off the back straight. Third quarter was 28.4, and it's Torrid Saint from I'm No Outlaw, the door closed at the moment on Highway to Heaven, who awaits the Garrard Sprint Lane, and then regulars turning for home. It's Torrid Saint from I'm No Outlaw, Highway to Heaven back to the inside. It's Torrid Saint in full flight, and he just pulled away from them. This is a horse who's absolutely flying at the moment, we'll call him Pegasus. And he's gone on to win easily. Torrid Saint beat Highway to Heaven, who was good. Regulus ran on well. Rob, um, he's been going pretty good, this horse. Just hasn't been having a lot of luck, uh, as you would have seen his last couple of starts. But uh, he's very deserving of that win tonight. He's probably not uh, at his most comfortable position being in front. At times, he just seems to be a little bit on the wait for him a bit. Yeah, he did tonight. Um, actually, I was going to get across pretty easy and he sort of got three quarters of a length across um, and wanted to switch off a bit and just made things a little bit tougher for himself. But, um, yeah, once he was in front, he was very relaxed. Uh, the Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Oh, well, we sing his praises seemingly every week, Jack Law, but uh, he can just get a horse out of the gate. He can rate them. He can have them have a final kick, and he's built up a really good association with uh, with Torrid Saint, a horse who, for such an experienced horse, has never raced any better. 
No, look, uh, the Julie Douglas and Glenn Douglas team are going really well at the moment. Uh, All the horses look immaculate when they're presented on the track. And Torrid Saint, who's been uh, pretty much highlighted on our uh, mile rate program uh, for a number of Sunday mornings, how well he's been performing. And last night, it was a very good drive by Jack Law. He really took on a highway to heaven in that first 150 metres, was able to work to the front. He was able to back it off. And then from that point, he never looked uh, likely of getting run down. 45-5 lead time, 31-1 first quarter, 29-8 the second. So he really got it easy. He put the foot to uh, the floor, 28-4, and sizzled home in 27-1. Never looked in uh, danger. Mile rate of 156.5, and last half in 55-6. Second home was two highway to heaven. Sat behind the leader, battled on well. Regulus, honest again, got to the line well after being three back to pegs. Fourth home, Sahara Tiger. They were all peg-dominated, especially with that tempo and the way they finished off. And I'm no outlaw who sat without cover, battled on really well. But it was uh, all honest to the winner, Torrid Saint, out of that race. And uh, there's more wins in store. Rob, race number six was the Mark Delray. Delray National Food Group of Vicbred Pace. Plenty of pace on here. See, they ran this at a really good clip, which was going to suit the horses drawn the second line, in particular Sahara, Sirocco and Pat's Beat Storm, and that's the way it turned out to be. Off the back, 28-4, third quarter. The leader is La Putty. Here's Pat's Beatstorm with a run out wide. Sanday, Monjana's picking up two, and then Sahara Sirocco. Around the turn, Monjana hit the lead at any old price. Pat's Beatstorm the outside. And further out, Sahara Sirocco. Monjana, Pat's Beatstorm. Sahara Sirocco over the top of them. Sahara Sirocco loomed up now, put its head in front. With 100 to go, it's coming clear, and Sahara Sirocco won it. Pat's Beatstorm kicked on again late second. Monjana was a huge run he's off too strong well done yeah thanks robbie he's a you know great little horse and he needs the runs like that but um you know he's two runs back from a spell before tonight have been great and um tonight once sanday didn't find the front um and got stuck in the death i knew david would have to sort of sit back and he could just drag us everywhere just had to be quick enough to pete him up the straight which he did Rate. Thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Sahara Sirocco, third up from a break, but got that cover and was able to finish off best to, to beat Pat Speedstorm, who, Rob, I, I think he, even though with the gear change, he looked to do something similar. He travelled up like he was going to win on the turn, but as soon as he poked his nose in front, he seemed to wait for him again, and once Sahara Sirocco got past him, he seemed to lift again. Yeah, a few uh, a few worrying signs there for Pat's Beach Storm. Uh, terrific win by Sahara Sirocco was heavily backed throughout the betting leading up to the jump, and certainly the trail of money suggested Sahara Sirocco was the horse to beat in the race. Uh, returning a mile rate of 154.8 over to 22.40 was terrific. Uh, they did sizzle early, 43-2 lead time, where we saw La Putty getting across to the front from uh, a, a fairly solid tempo. Sanday went up outside it looking for the lead, couldn't find it, and then once those sectional times came up, 43-2, 29-8, 29-6, you knew the swoopers were right in it. And Pat Speedstorm, who hooked out three wide and with Sahara Sirocco on its back, all of a sudden found itself with a nice trail because Mongiana pulled out three wide in front of Pat Speedstorm. And you just thought, well, Pat Speedstorm needs to step up here, needs to let down and needs to win. Well, he did loom up. He looked like he was going to win. And then all of a sudden he just started to paddle and Sahara Sirocco came past him and hitting the line really you know, strongly. It was a really good win by Sahara Sirocco. Second home, Pat Speedstorm, once again, 
good effort, but not winning at the moment. He's racing well, but maybe that desire to win at the moment is just a little bit on the question mark. Mongiana was fantastic. Three wide the last lap. Was very brave in defeat. The eye catcher was Valachi. Uh, it was the black booker out of the race, clearly, and Hugo Rocks just in behind her. But look, Sahara Sorocco is a really nice horse. He's going places. Sanday did his fair share of work, probably just proved that he's probably not you know, at the stage where he can do the work in that tempo and, and win races. I think he's more better suited with a cold sit and coming late. That's how I've always assessed that horse in that level. And last night probably proved that point. But all honours to the winner, Sahara Sirocco. Very nice horse. Gary and Debbie Quinlan do a fantastic job and it was a great drive by Chris Alford. The Tab Blacks are fake free-for-all. It was on at the start. It was a battle for the lead between Shadow Sacks and Max Delight. And it was a battle for the finish between the same two horses, Shadow Sacks and Max Delight. From Better Be The Bomb, Code Bailey coming out wider from Soletic. And then Van Dander and Boy from Bondi. Off the back, 28-6, third quarter. It's Max Delight from Malcolm's Rhythm called on. Shadow Sacks still travels okay. Then Better Be The Bomb into the straight, though. The leader, Max Delight. The run's there for Shadow Sacks. Then Malcolm's rhythm. It's Max Delight in front. Shadow Sacks is coming through underneath him now. Max Delight and Shadow Sacks. Shadow Sacks after Max Delight. Max Delight just in front and Max Delight won it. Max Delight beat Shadow Sacks in third spot. Van Dander flashing through. Yeah, that's for sure. He's doing, you know, really well now. But as you said, um, when you get up with the real big ones, um, it gets real hard. But He's a nice sort of horse that just you can light him up and then he'll just relax and drop the bit and flop along at what speed you want him to go until you ask him again. That's the best. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Chris Alford bringing up a driving double. A horse he's really clicked with, Max Delight. He did it from the back last week to make that mid-race move. And uh, last night, he was able to do it from the front. It was a good race, good uh, battle in the early part of the race, but it was worth fighting for. I think you summed it up perfectly, Dan. Uh, it was an exciting start to the race. Uh, we saw Shadow Sacks being driven hard out of the gate with Sophia Arvison on board and Max Delight with Chris Alford. They had a really red-hot crack at each other for that front. Max Delight was able to work to the lead. A 7.1 lead time, 28-1 first quarter, 30 seconds a second. And then once again, the tempo started to hot up, 28-6 down the back, 27-7 home. And we saw Shadow Sacks slip up inside Max Delight. Looked like he was going to run past him. And as soon as he loomed up out uh, alongside Max Delight, he was able to lift again. And the margin was a neck between the two of them. It was a great race, mile rate of 153.9. Shadow Sacks was brave. We've been... Uh, Black booking him over the last few weeks on the mile rate. Uh, Van Danter was the one that we said last week, horse to follow. Well, he got up and run third in that race. I think he was about $13 or so last night on the Paramutuals. Uh, Malcolm's Rhythm uh, did some work, came around the mid-race to sit outside the leader, but just didn't finish it off. Better be the bomb was close up in behind him. Code Bailey wasn't far away. Sir Lettick was held up momentarily. And Boy from Bondi uh, also close up. Look, all of them went well. Uh, but look, the, the first two horses were terrific last night. Max Delight and also Shadow Sacks. Back to the uh, start of the night. This was a good race. Um, it was horses on the back line. Would you mind and Tango Tara 
Tango Tara in the end got out to a, a surprisingly good price, better than $5 on the tote. Uh, he, he went a little bit rough coming up to the home turnout three wide, but once he balanced up in the straight, he showed he's a pretty smart horse. Oh, he was very good last night. I mean, all the reports that this horse uh, is a very smart horse. He was a shock uh, uh, getting beaten first up uh, here, but last night he was three wide, looming up onto the home turn. He, he went a bit rough out wide, but once he balanced up, he, he really hit the line strongly. It was a very good win. Top effort. Second home, number nine, would you mind? He was brave in defeat. Third home, six, Hayden Bromack. He's racing well. He was able to find the top, but just wasn't uh, strong enough to hold off the challenges. Major Manbar was close up in behind him. The eye-catching run was Jemson's pet. I think uh, indications suggest he's close to a win. I thought his run last night was very good. They went 7.1 lead time, 28-8, 30 28-1 and 27-3 home. My rate of 154-3. It was run at a genuine tempo. And uh, look, outside of that, uh, I thought I'm no pumpkin will certainly be improved by uh, its first up performance last night. But Jemson's pet caught the eye. Might be the one to uh, follow in weeks to come. Well, I'm, I'm hoping you're getting a lot of texts uh, from people watching Trot's Vision because you tipped the winner of the second race at odds of about 25 to 1, perhaps even better at different stages there. Well done to you, Rob. Still hung over, and there might be a few people that are after backing a winner at that price. Uh, she got out to remarkable odds because her run last week uh, was hard to miss. Yeah, look, they might have been celebrating. They might have thrown a few tomatoes at me later in the night when I potted the favour and it won. But, look, uh, sometimes you get it right, sometimes you get it wrong. But, as you know, I, I like to find value, and I did tip still hung over last night. And, look, for all of our listeners on mile rate, should have been uh, having something on it as well because we certainly highlighted her performance last Sunday morning, how well she's been going and a horse to follow. And it was a beautiful drive by Alex Ashwood. It was uh, enough tempo early, 7.1 lead time uh, with Soho Broadway way and let her hair down all showing a bit of speed early and uh, they burn early 28-8 first quarter 30.5 the second 28-1 the third quarter and 28-1 home and uh, we saw still hung over come around and three wide and dashed to the front and ran away for a really good performance the other horse that with black book over the last couple of weeks as well is she's a hovercraft she's going really well uh, she finished second last night Keep following her. Yanari was another horse that we spoke about last time and also ran really well last night into third placing. A win's very close for Yanari. She just needs a good barrier draw. Hellgut, I thought was okay, but probably didn't uh, finish off as, as hard as it can. Same could be said about Delightful Jazz. But all honours to the winner, Still Hungover. I think there's more wins in store for Still Hungover. She's a hovercraft. She's ready to win. And Yanari, I think the first three horses we can confidently uh, follow in the weeks to come. That was the Bob Smith Pace Race 2. Race 3 was the Stan Nedwell Trot. And it was Nephew of Sunoco and the, the master, Big Ath, at it again. Fantastic run, uh, Nephew of Sunoco. Uh, we knew uh, what Brian normally does. He, he'll get outside uh, the leader and he'll make it a, a real genuine run race. And he was just too good. Travel Bug found the front. Nephew of Sunoco uh, sat outside it. And 44-8 uh, lead time. 31, 30.7, they came home in 29 and 29.4, and he just seems to be getting better all the time, nephew of Sunoco, mile rate of 158.6. He defeated Travel Bug once again, terrific in that defeat. He's racing so well. Keep following him. A win's not far away off him. Elder Baron Crescent got home nicely. Pants up. 
Oh, well, it keeps teasing us. Uh, keeps running on lately. I'm not sure when it's going to win one, but it will win one soon. Bo Garcon was an eye-catching run, certainly Black Booker. And the other one that's worth following here is number uh, Majestic Courtney. I thought her run was very good, and a win's not far away for Majestic Courtney. So I think if you're Black Booking a couple of runners, I certainly think Bo Garcon, Majestic Courtney, definitely. Swiss Miss, uh, very disappointing. Race number four was the uh, Thanks John Hawk pace for the Phillies, and it was Runaway Celebrity. She was the shortest prize favourite for the night. Never looked in doubt. No, just found the lead and was just too good. Very slow lead time, 47-4, 31-3 and 30.1 over the 22-40. So it really was just going to be a dash home, and that's exactly what transpired. 28-3 down the back, 27-6 home, and a very good performance by Runaway Celebrity, winning, uh, making it three wins from four starts for Emma Stewart and Kate Gath, bringing up another winner. Isabella Princess was one of the boldest odds for David Murphy. Well done to Dave. He's doing a really good job with his team, and she battled on really strongly into second placing. Third home was for Sahara Storm, a much improved run, going well. Wind's not too far away. Seaside Sister was close up in behind him and a better secret as well. And uh, the other runner, Silver Mystique, didn't have much luck in the early part. But all honours to the winner, runaway celebrity, far too good last night. Race nine, the Duncan McPherson uh, trot. Enhanced Calm uh, started the favourite in the race. Second up, uh, showed a terrific turn of foot from the 600. Oh, look, I uh, thought it was in real trouble last night in Hanshi Karma. I just looked at the race. I thought, where are you going to get? There's a lot of speed inside you. And it was a great drive by Stewie McDonald uh, uh, for Nathan Purden. He, he, he had a look early. He was out wide and he was able to eventually work his way up and get some cover with uh, Scruffy Doolan out three wide and then Leanne Leanne. He was one out two back and always travelled well. And once Enhanced Calm pulled out, just went, uh, Wushko went straight past him and pulled away for a really strong win. It was a good effort. Uh, second home of Jewel in the Crown, continues to race well, sat behind the leader and uh, battled on pretty well. Leanne Leanne was very brave, did a heap of work in the run and uh, kept battling on. Great effort by uh, Bob Kuchin Mice. He's doing a terrific job with Leanne Leanne. Namoska, again catching the eye. A win's very close for Namoska. Keep black booking it. It will win very soon. Whiz Bang Dam, led in the race as I expected. Just caught probably more pressure than I thought it might happen and uh, battled on into fifth placing. But all honours to the winner in Hansi Calm. There was certainly a uh, you know, a class, class edge against its rivals last night. And the last event on the program, wow, wasn't uh, uh, the speed on in the first uh, four or 500 metres of this race. Hurley in the end started the favourite. He, he looked the one to beat uh, before the race. And uh, by the time they got to the bell, if you weren't on, you were wishing you were. Yeah, that was, uh, must have been a prize for the first few hundred metres in that race. Gobsmacked in the big end of town. Certainly had a real good look at each other. 7.2, first quarter, 27-1. It was run at a uh, extremely hectic pace. And uh, once that happened, uh, you just wanted to have a look at uh, who's the ones back in the field. And you always knew Hooling In was the one. He was just bolting in the run. And Mick Bellman it was a beautiful drive for John Justice. Hooked out three wide about the 800. And he just uh, made sure he controlled the race. He was never in doubt. 28 one down the back, 28-3 home, a 154-4 mile rate, and uh, he'd been putting the riding on the wall with some good performance. He deserved that win. Really nice run by Reactor Factor, got buried on the pegs, had to go back to last and come around him and ran on really strongly. It was a nice effort for uh, Gary Lawler and Sophia Arvison. Third home, Mr uh, Jim Ringle ran a nice honest race and Willem battled on pretty well for fourth, but Hewling in was just too good in that last race and probably the horse to follow is Reactor Factory. He will be winning one of those races sometime very soon.
Yeah, it was very entertaining. And Krug, the New Zealand star three-year-old, winning at Redcliffe last night. You'll hear a lot more of him through the Queensland Winter Carnival, uh, as that carnival really hots up now. Um, we will be hearing you at Cranbourne later today, Rob. Yes, off to Cranbourne uh, for a twilight meeting uh, there this evening, so I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, and we'll bring all the action from uh, from the track on RSN. And gate speed on Monday as well. Hopefully Gareth is uh, is back uh, on um, tomorrow morning as well. And uh, we'll do it all again until next Sunday. Happy harnessing.